What kind of house are you building for your nursing career? Is it like everybody else's house, or are you going to build something totally out of the box and unique? Here on episode 83 of the Nurse Keith Show, we're talking about building a career house that's just right for you. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nurse Keith Show. Thanks for being part of the Nurse Keith Nation. If you've listened to the show before, you know that it's all about you and your nursing career, and I'm here to share education, inspiration, and ideas that are going to get you moving in a positive and inspired direction. This episode of the Nurse Keith Show is sponsored by Staff Garden, a digital healthcare company that connects nurses with high-quality employers around the United States through their private, secure, online e-portfolio. I have an e-portfolio, and there's really no reason for you not to sign up at staffgarden.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Please head over there, say thanks to them for sponsoring the show, and consider creating your own e-portfolio now. I'm a member of the growing Pulse Media Network of Nurse Podcasters with RNFM Radio, the Innovative Nurse Show, and the Your Next Shift Podcast. More news about that coming up in the months ahead. And you know what? You can become a patron of the Nurse Keith Show at patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. You can pledge as little as $2 a month to show your love, to show your support for what I'm doing here and help me meet the costs of creating this podcast and hopefully growing it over time. There's some cool prizes if you pledge at least $5 a month. So head over to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash Nurse Keith to read all about it. And I thank you in advance for supporting the show. I actually have two patrons over on my Patreon page. I'd like to thank Renee Thompson and Lori Porter for their generous support. They are the first folks to sign up. They're getting some prizes in the mail, and I am so grateful for them for pitching in, putting a little skin in the game, and supporting the Nurse Keith Show. If you want to see the show notes for this episode, you can follow along at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 83. I'm thrilled you're here, and I want to dig into today's topic. So folks, this episode is loosely based on a blog post that I published on Digital Doorway on Monday the 14th of November 2016. It was called Building Your Nursing Career House. And The reason I want to talk about your nursing career house is that I'm actually continuing what is turning out to be somewhat of a series of podcast episodes about creating the career that you want and a career that really speaks to you. If you go back to episodes 81 and 82, those will kind of fill in the picture for you of what I'm trying to say. Some of this might seem redundant, but I'm trying to say it in different ways to get across how important I think this is. Episode 81 was about owning your genius. Episode 82 was about nurse iconoclasts and deviating from the norm. And now here on episode 83, I want to talk about building what it is that you want. So In my blog post, I talked about starting with a foundation, and we all know what the foundation of nursing is. It's often courses that are called the foundations of nursing that you take in nursing school when you start in an ADN, an LPN, or even a BSN program, and you learn the skills and knowledge and expertise that 
are part and parcel of being a nurse. So if you're totally new to healthcare, some of those foundational skills are taking a blood pressure, learning how to take a pulse, doing an assessment, either physical, mental, emotional, or otherwise. It's all the little things you learn in nursing school that turn you into a nurse. The nursing process is part of our foundation, whether we like to hear about it or not. I know we hear about it so much in nursing school, but that assessment, diagnosis, planning, implementation, and evaluation are central to how nurses think or how most nurses think. And it's part of the critical thinking in the evidence base that underscores nursing. So your nursing career needs its own evidence base, and you begin that by soaking in like a sponge and inhabiting your nurseness, learning what it is to be a nurse, to think like a nurse, to act like a nurse, and to react like a nurse. So even though I'm not working as a nurse now clinically, it still informs or the nursing process informs how I go about things, how I look at things, how I evaluate the world. I'm constantly assessing as you are everything I'm assessing the news. I'm assessing relationships. So those are the foundations of how you think as a nurse, and they're very important to who you are. So your foundation is built by, we could say, cinder blocks or bricks or concrete that are acquired during nursing school. And when you're a novice nurse, when you're just out of school, you're acquiring more knowledge and more skills along the way. And then if you choose to specialize, let's say in ICU or ER or hospice, then those particular pieces of information and skill and expertise become part of that very special database that you're growing. And that becomes central to what I would call the architecture of your career and your nurseness, for lack of a better term. So like I talked about on episodes 81 and 82, to some extent, there are people who take the tried and true paths, and there are many of us, and there's no judgment there, but we take the paths of least resistance in nursing, and we do what we think we're supposed to do. And many of us thrive in those areas, and again, no judgment of those who take those tried and true straight arrow paths. However, like I talked about in those other episodes, there are iconoclasts. There are people who do things just a little bit differently, like myself to some extent, and we can get taken to task for it. We can be told that it's professional suicide, that what we're doing isn't really going to work. So in architecture, think about it this way. You have people who make the same old Victorian homes over and over again or just copy what other architects are doing. And then you have people like perhaps Frank Lloyd Wright, who built homes and office buildings and meeting places and museums that subverted architectural norms completely. He was unapologetic. Um, He wasn't nice often to certain people who crossed him, but he did what he needed to do and what he wanted to do and became arguably probably the most famous architect of at least the first half of the 20th century, if not the second half of the 20th century. So he was persistent. He was doggedly persevering through all of the slings and arrows that he suffered, and it wasn't easy. But in the end, the architecture he created was his and his alone, though there have been many detractors and many who have copied his styles ever since, of course. So the house, quote unquote, the building that you make for yourself, that you construct for your 
nursing career doesn't have to look like anyone else's. It doesn't have to resemble the careers that you've seen others lead in terms of what a normal nurse does or what people have told you you should do probably over and over again. So if you choose one of those tried and true paths, that's totally fine as long as it speaks to your heart, as long as it speaks to what you really want. And sometimes those paths can become a little stale. They can feel a little unoriginal or you can feel unchallenged at a certain point. And your journey might have to meander a little bit off the beaten path for you to really find what speaks to your spirit. So if we think about the foundation, you've built the foundation upon these knowledge and skills and the expertise that you've accumulated over the years. And think about a house. When someone builds a house, there's a foundation, then depending on where you live in the style of architecture there, framing goes up and then a roof goes up, all the plumbing goes in, etc., etc. So on the interior, you have a woodworker who comes in and might put in some very plain wainscoting or maybe baseboards or you know window casings that you know are pretty pedestrian and fairly normal or you might have a woodworker who really makes the home unique and idiosyncratic and that is their choice that's the prerogative of the person who's having the home built your career is the same way remember the foundation is going to hold it all together but you can embellish that career you can embellish the house of your career any way you like. And let's talk about some of the ways that you might embellish your career. So now in the 21st century, I know nurses who are writers like myself. I know nurse bloggers. I know podcasters, obviously. I've met some nurse artists who actually use art in their nursing, not necessarily as a form of therapy, but a form of expression. I know a nurse who's a filmmaker I have another nurse who I think is an aspiring filmmaker, and there are people who are doing things as nurses that are completely devoid of any clinical identity whatsoever, but like I said earlier in the show, they still consider themselves nurses because it's part of who they are and how they see the world. I want to point out, since this is a period of American politics where we just had an election, that... There are members of Congress who are nurses. I know there are some doctors, but I want to point to the nurses who are in Congress. And while a congressperson, again, might not be working as a nurse, their nurseness, I hope, to some extent informs how they look at the world and think about especially health and public health and healthcare. So just like a house might have a tin roof, a slate roof, you might put in solar panels on your roof. You might live in New Mexico here and have a flat, weird roof that leaks all the time when it rains. So your creative pursuits as a nurse, the things that you do above and beyond regular nursing, are kind of like the roof or the embellishments or the other pieces of architecture that are added to your career. They don't take away from who you were or who you are in terms of the foundation, it just adds to it. It adds to the stew of what makes you who you are and what makes you think the way you do. And I want to talk a little bit about the destruction and the attrition that happens during our careers. So 
I started out in community health, I moved into home health, then I did some hospice, I went to public health, then I came back to home health and case management. Now I'm 100% a nurse entrepreneur and I'm not working in a nursing position whatsoever. There are periods of my career that were perfectly fine for me, but I had to put them behind me. I basically had to destroy one part of my career in order to move on to the next. And I don't mean destroy whereas it didn't matter anymore, but I mean sometimes you have to let go of a certain identity and move into a new realm. For me, the biggest leap I've taken, honestly, is the move into entrepreneurship. So I laid a foundation as a community health nurse in public health, in home health and hospice and case management, but the time came slowly with great effort and thought and perseverance for me to move more and more into entrepreneurship, into the writing and speaking and podcasting and all the different things I do as a career coach. So it's not that what I did was destroyed. Maybe that was a poor choice of terms. It's that those things had to be subverted and changed. I had to pivot into what I want to do now. So what I want to say to you is that You may have built a house that looks a particular way, and you might feel quite attached to that which you've built. You've put a lot of time and money and resources into becoming an ICU nurse. You're specialized. You're certified. Those embellishments on your house include all of the courses you've taken, the CEUs you've done, all those different things that make you the ICU nurse that you are. But one day, you might wake up and think, oh my God. I don't want to do it anymore. I'm done with the ICU. I want to be a writer. I would like to make a film about nursing. I would like to become the director of nursing of a hospice agency, whatever it is. So it doesn't delete or make meaningless what you've done, but sometimes that self-identity, that house that you've built that feels so sturdy, so strong, so protective may need to be torn down, or maybe just need some alterations. Like I allude to in my blog post that I'll link in the show notes, sometimes it's not demolition. Sometimes you need to add an extra room. Sometimes you feel so blinded, or you feel like you're wearing blinders, and you can't see your other options. I hear from a lot of nurses who feel like they don't even know what their options are. All they've ever known is the hospital, and they can't even think outside of the box because they didn't even know the box existed. They just knew they were in it, and that's what they did, and that's what their friends did, and they didn't know anyone who did anything different. So sometimes in your metaphorical house of your career, you need to just take a sledgehammer and break open a piece of the wall and put in a window just so you can see the horizon, see the sunshine out there and what's possible. If you don't know what the possibilities are, sometimes that window is simply listening to podcasts, reading blog posts, doing informational interviews, digging deeper to figure out what is it I could do? What are other people doing? Why don't I even know what other people are doing? So sometimes it's just a window, but a warning, friends. Once you open that window or once you put in the door to that next room, to that next area of your career, there might not be any turning back because you might realize, oh my God, I've been in this one little silo for so long. I didn't even know there were other silos out there. So you may discover something that captures your attention, that captures your passion and what you want to do with this next iteration of your career. 
And you know what? It can be a little scary, like I said in episode 82, to do something different, to be an iconoclast. But like I said in episode 81, you need to own your genius. And if your genius is telling you, darn it, I want to make a film about the ICU nurses I know. There's just a story to tell there. Then you know what? You've built that new room and you're going to decorate it and you're going to go for it and create something new for yourself. So my friends, your career might feel a little unsteady because if it's under construction, let's say you've been in that ICU and you're becoming a filmmaker and you're moving into hospice and you're treading on thin ice and you feel like you're doing something that's outside the box and you're not feeling comfortable, you're outside your comfort zone, then your house might have some scaffolding around it. It might be dusty, it might be dirty, the wiring and plumbing are being redone, and I know I'm mixing metaphors here, but there might be a lot of <laughs> there might be a lot of waste you have to flush down the toilet. And that waste sometimes are outmoded ways of thinking outmoded ways of seeing your career or visualizing what's possible. And it also might have to be self-worth and lack of self-value that you need to turn around into really believing in yourself and having the confidence and like my friend Kevin Ross says, the bravado to do something different. So if you need to flush that stuff down the proverbial toilet, go for it because that's going to help you pivot make the change, and do something new that feels uncomfortable. So once you've gotten through that period of demolition and reconstruction or building a new room or knocking down a wall to put in a window, the dust is going to settle. You left the ICU. You left your old colleagues behind. You're doing something new. You suffered the slings and arrows and, and recriminations of people who told you that what you're doing is crazy. And you know what? You mop the floor, you dust, you get a dustpan and a broom, you repaint the walls, and then you invite people to check out what you're doing. You share your passion and your interest with them, and you seek out people who are going to encourage you and support you in this new iteration of your career. So what I want to get across to you here, folks, I guess this is the bottom line, that feeling joy and excitement in your nursing career is important. I know we need to make a living, we need to feed our families, pay our bills, make the rent, make the mortgage, be able to go on vacation and put food on the table. However, if we're working in jobs that feel like they're in a silo that isn't feeding us, if we feel like we're starving, if we're thirsty for something new, maybe it's time to get that sledgehammer out. And again, it can be uncomfortable, it can be hard, it can be painful, sometimes you're going to fail. I've had some failures. I've had to pivot and change. And you know what? I survived and I made it through. And remember, if you go back to that foundation, if all hell breaks loose, if the bottom falls out, if you are at your wit's end, you have those foundational nursing skills. You can go out and get a job that's tried and true for you again, and then pick yourself up and figure out what to do next. So that foundation can always serve you if you need to make some money, if you need just to get some food on the table, your nursing skills will continue to serve you if you keep them up to date or take the rusty skills and get them unrusty, give them some oil, and then you have a way to make some extra money on the side while you're trying to create something new for yourself. So folks, I want you to build your foundation, add windows, tear down walls, demolish what no longer serves you. And if you're having trouble figuring out what that is, you need to let me know and we can talk about it. 
So I want to take a pause for the cause. I want to thank the folks over at Staff Garden. They're a digital healthcare company creating powerful partnerships with recruiters from some of the most progressive healthcare employers in the country. And they can help you create a foundation for a new career themselves because you can create a secure online free e-portfolio at staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith. And they're going to expose you to opportunities that you're not going to find anywhere else. So head over to staffgarden.com forward slash nurse Keith, click on the link and check it out. See what you think and thank them for supporting the nurse Keith show. So folks, there you have it. I wanted to complete this, I guess you could say a trifecta of episodes on owning your genius, nurse iconoclast, deviating from the norm and building a career house that's going to work for you. I wanted to make sure I got the full point across and I want you to understand that what I'm hoping for you to do is to feel inspired, to feel uplifted and empowered, to take a critical look at your career. Take a critical look at what you've created. And if you're feeling like you're boxed in, that you created a house that's no longer comfortable, what do you do when you're living in a house that's no longer comfortable? You sell it or you rent another house and move out. So you might have to do that with your career. So think about that. That metaphor might be just the metaphor for you to realize, you know, I am living in a career house in nursing that doesn't fit anymore. The furniture doesn't work. The light's not right. The location's poor. I really need to do something new. So again, my thanks to staffgarden.com. My deep, deep thanks to Tim Hollowell of thepodcastingguy.com. Tim, you're amazing. Thanks for producing the show. I couldn't do this without you. Social media and promotion are handled by Mark Cappiespeason. Thank you so much, Mark. And continued congratulations to you and Sheila for a beautiful baby. The photographs are more gorgeous every time you send them to me. So many congratulations to you both on the birth of your daughter. And remember, you can show support for this show by becoming a patron over on patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. Pledge as little as $2 a month to support the work I'm doing, but if you pledge a little bit more, at least $5, there are some pretty cool premiums and gifts that I will send to you in the mail. So please check it out, patreon.com forward slash Nurse Keith. Post an iTunes review, hit me up on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, sign up for my newsletter, stay positive, keep in touch, dig deep, and care for yourself and others while you take inspired action in the interest of your career today and every day. Adios, folks. See you next time.